Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. You're listening to Blue Jays Nation Radio with Cam Lewis and Tyler Uremchuk, a member of the Nation Network of Podcasts. Welcome into episode 191 of Blue Jays Nation Radio, a little emergency episode. I mean, we had this thing planned and then Coomzy, we wake up 8 a.m. Mountain and we start going back and forth a little bit on, is this podcast even worth doing today? It was supposed to be our lead into the weekend, recap all of the Otani talk. And now it sounds like a decision is imminent. I'm like legitimately jittery at the idea of this thing. Yeah, it's been, it really feels like this whole situation, the Shoei Otani sweepstakes are coming soon to a conclusion. John Heyman, or sorry, it wasn't John Heyman. It was John Morosi, actually. I, there's so many names flying around now. It's hard to keep yeah. track. Morosi said that the decision appears to be imminent and that it should happen before the end of this weekend, which ultimately isn't really anything different than he said a few days ago, where it was Otani is going to sign before the end of the week, because we're still in that same week. But the excitement now is coming from all of the weird buzz we're seeing all over Twitter, a private jet, a sushi restaurant. Look like looks like it might be happening, man. Yeah. So if you are not in on all of the Twitter gossip about what's been going on, let's start with a few of the more significant ones. And again, there is a chance this is all totally bullshit. But at the same time, it's also a ton of fun to live in the moment and go through this stuff. Um, So a private flight from Anaheim to Toronto has popped up on flight trackers departing at 9 a.m. Pacific time. So in about at the time of us recording this in about an hour, Coomzy, it's coming from the John Wayne Airport. Now, if you follow John Boy on Twitter, he also had another breakdown where someone on Twitter looked at the other flights that this I think it's a Bombardier 5000. That is the plane that there are pictures of Shohei Otani standing in front of. Apparently, when he charters planes, this is the model he gets. This specific Bombardier 5000 has also recently done trips to Oakland, where Otani was visiting the San Francisco Giants. John Boy notes it went out to Hawaii a few days ago, where apparently Otani's girlfriend lives, came back to uh, John Wayne Airport, which again is close to Newport Beach, where Otani lives and is now scheduled to come out to Toronto. So if you want to believe in whatever whatever you'll call it, flight gate, the logic would be Otani's had this plane on standby. He took it to visit the Giants. Then as a decision became close, it flew and picked up his girlfriend, brought her to Anaheim or Orange County or whatever, and now it's getting ready to fly to Toronto. So again, maybe it's a stretch. 
but damn it, I want to believe that so bad. And it makes sense in my crazy mind. It does make sense. It's not that ridiculous. We've seen this before. This isn't totally out of the blue. Toronto sports fans tracking flights, doing all this. This this isn't just like a brand new thing. Think back to 2015 when I can't remember who it was. Somebody tracked that MLSE's airplane was going to pick up Mike Babcock and everybody knew that was going to happen. That's that's my kind of faded memory of this from seven or eight years ago, whenever it was. And they kind of figured it out based on that. And this is, of course, a little bit different because it's not, you know, a MLSE, Blue Jays, um, Rogers, whatever specific private jet. So it's not quite as obvious. But as you kind of just went through all of the things sort of link up. And then the other interesting thing, which is where I sort of think a lot of people are kind of getting the confidence to make these speculations is that look at the date it's december the 8th and all the way back in 26 2017 this is the date that otani signed his contract with the los angeles angels this is the day he officially became a major league baseball player so on the six-year anniversary i think it would be fairly fitting if he went and signed the biggest contract in baseball history six years later yeah, it absolutely would. Also forgot to do this off the jump. As always, the podcast is brought to you by Botano, botano.ca. The game starts now at Botano. And yes, Coombsy, they were offering odds as late as last night on where Shohei Otani would sign. I am going to check live on the show right now if they've updated it. They've pulled the odds, which again, usually happens close to decision time. But the Jays at one point were about plus 150. So getting close to like implied odds of like 40%. Um, right now, though, if you had to put a number on it, what number would you put on this thing? I don't, I hate doing this because okay. I've, I've, I've allowed myself to feel really good about it. And I'm going to be honest with you. I do think it's going to happen, even though, look, if it doesn't happen and he announces he's going to the Dodgers <laughs> today or something, and we got to, you know, we're going to look like donkeys, but I, I, I do feel good about it. For me, it's above 50%. Like it, it feels like the Dodgers and the Blue Jays, the two finalists, the Angels might be in the mix as well. It's, it's probably three teams involved at this stage. And it feels like of those three, the Jays have the highest. I'm going to put a 60 on it, 60%. Oh, man. So here's where my brain's kind of been going over the last, we'll even say week is, I mean, we've always talked on this podcast and Jays fans have always talked like, you know, you could dream up the scenario where it makes sense for Otani, right? Everyone's heard the case be made about the city of Toronto, the complex down in Dunedin, all of that stuff. But even though we would maybe hype it up on Twitter, hype it up in this podcast, you always knew in the back of your mind, like, it's very obvious the LA Dodgers are a front runner. It would make a ton of sense for him to not leave the city he's currently in. At the same time, the things that have maybe changed my mind a little bit. One, legitimate insiders are starting to put this thing out, right? It was no longer just these weird fringe accounts. Some guy with 2000 followers from Kitchener being like, I have a source. I'll jump in here. Um, you're, you started to hear like the Rosenthal's and the Passins and Morosi as well. John Heyman, if you want to buy into his stuff too, he gets a lot of stuff right. They started to change their tune a little bit. It over the last three, four days, especially went from, you know, the Jays are a wild card. The Jays are a dark horse to the Jays are in this thing. The Jays are a finalist. You know, when Ken Rosenthal decides to write an entire story about Otani's visit to the, to the PCL in, in Dunedin, he doesn't do that. And again, as someone who works around insiders granted in a different sport, you kind of start to learn the language that they like to use. You don't write an entire story on your national platform about Otani and the Blue Jays. If you don't have people in your ear, even if you're not saying it publicly, if you don't have people in your ear telling you he's legitimately considering him. And even with that flight, 
if you're Otani, you don't take a flight across the country in the middle of all this if you're not legitimately considering this. So that trip to Dunedin, as well as the uh, the big, big name insiders starting to give this thing legitimate life. Those have been the two turning points where I've gone from pipe dream, maybe 10, 15 percent it happens to. Yeah, this seems like a legit coin flip between the Jays and Dodgers. There was also the winter meetings brought out a lot of maybe the first time we've really seen the Dodgers kind of, I, I don't want to say criticized, but maybe the Dodgers brought up as here's why he wouldn't go here. And it seems like they were sort of stepping on their own feet a little bit because when the winter meeting started, Ross Atkins uh, wasn't there. And then he zooms in for his media availability in this very generic looking room, doesn't tell anybody where he is. And then, like you said, there's the Rosenthal post in the athletic that comes out the next day. And he says that Otani has been touring the complex. This is a huge part of Toronto's pitch. Of course, the speculation afterwards comes. He Otani is very regimented with his routines and his training and his things like that. So he might potentially think that because of this state of the art complex, the Blue Jays can get the best out of them when it comes to both pitching and hitting. So, I mean, that happens. And then on the other side of that, we've known forever that Otani wants to make this thing very secret. He doesn't want, you know, leaks. And it's, it's, it's said to be a huge deterrent for him when it, when it comes to making his ultimate decision as to how these teams, these potential suitors kind of handle the secrecy of his free agency. If they, if they respect that boundary and LA Dodgers manager, Dave Roberts sort of, it seemed almost absent minded at the winter meetings when he was talking to the media, he just explicitly said they had met with Otani and Otani's, he hasn't made it, he hasn't said it out loud, made it known himself that he wants to keep this thing secret, but that's what everyone's been saying. And then you see the way that Ross Atkins is operating. He's not talking about specifically, you know, leading Shoei Otani through the stadium or the, the complex in Dunedin. That was, you know, reports from somebody else. That was speculation based on Atkins not being at the winter meetings in Nashville and then the plane flying to Florida, blah, blah, blah. That it wasn't Atkins leaking this. And then and Atkins and the Blue Jays have played the game, whereas the Dodgers didn't. And based on the way that um, Andrew Friedman and Brandon Gomes, the, the, the president and the GM of the Dodgers kind of responded to how Dave Roberts kind of just flippantly pulled the cat out of the bag on this whole situation. It seemed like they were at the very least worried. That's what Shai Davidi said in his piece on Sportsnet uh, earlier this week. The Dodgers are legitimately worried about what happened there at the winter meetings. Yeah. And so you mentioned Shai Davidi. That's kind of the second part of when I started to believe a little bit more in all of this. If you go and read through the tweets of guys like Scott Mitchell, Keegan Matheson, and even Davidi and Ben Nicholson Smith. Like Davidi and Ben Nicholson Smith as Sportsnet guys were always a little bit more optimistic about it. And I think they kind of have to a bit as employees of Sportsnet, not saying that they're not great at what they do. Like obviously they are, but you get what I mean, right? Like I think they always had to leave the door open a bit for the fan base. But once guys like Keegan Matheson and Scott Mitchell, no affiliation to the team, just straight up guys who have followed this franchise and this organization for what I think those guys got to be getting close to a decade now. Like those guys have been around for a long time. At first there was pessimism. There was like, Hey, this is a pipe dream. Like are the Jays going to make their pitch? Yes. But 10 teams are going to make a legitimate pitch. Like, let's be real over the last three, four days. Like even those guys have started to change gears a little bit and started to get into the hype a little bit. Their reporting is starting to indicate that again, this isn't some fringe outside opportunity 
for the Toronto Blue Jays. So I know there is a lot of stuff out there that's straight up clickbait. That Greg Amsinger thing that MLB Network put out where it's like Greg Amsinger's new percentages. He has a 60% chance of signing with the Jays. Like, was I hyped up about that? Hell yeah. Did I also know it was total bullshit and clickbait? Absolutely it was. And it got me. Um, but the point is, legitimate Jays reporters as well, guys who follow this team on a day-to-day basis, they're now all of a sudden saying, yeah, not a pipe dream anymore. And that was the other one for me. Like as this thing kept gaining momentum, people who again put their jobs and their credibility somewhat on the line are starting to dish out that, yeah, there, there is a legit chance here. Another one too, when you talk about people who have been around for a long time, and this is a name, I mean, sometimes people might scoff at it because of how he presents his columns and his opinions are, are fairly brash and can be quite negative and people tune that sort of thing out. But Steve Simmons wrote in the Toronto sun. And I mean, this is a media veteran who, who interacts with people on the, the, the TV radio business side of sports media and, you know, has been involved forever in Toronto. When he says that the, the Rogers as a company are, are planning this Otani pursuit and this, this massive contract to kind of coincide with when their NHL national TV rights deal comes to an end in a couple of years. You might remember not everyone here is going to be a hockey person. So I'll just kind of give a Cole's notes. Um, back in the early 2010s, they signed Rogers signed the 12 year, $5 billion contract to basically have the rights to all NHL games. And then, you know, everything's on Sportsnet now. And apparently it's hemorrhaged a whole bunch of money for them. And they're like, you know what? every single hockey game isn't the play let's lean in harder to the blue jays and you know you got the stadium renovations you got you know your luxury seats this and that they they own the team they own the broadcasting rights they they own the entire means of production when it comes to the blue jays and all the advertisements you sell off of this are are pretty much net profit for for rogers so if they're gonna pull out of or not renew a deal with the nhl that they spent five billion dollars on then five to six hundred million on otani isn't insane. It's not. And Steve Simmons writing an article in the sun that's pretty much positive about the Blue Jays, like a, in, a, in a positive tone about what the Blue Jays are doing as a business, what Rogers is doing as a business. Steve Simmons isn't one who's going to come out and stroke Mark Shapiro's ego and make him feel good about himself in the newspaper. That's not something that's going to happen. So another one of those things where, where when you see smoke from a name like that, and it, it, it's interesting to see. Very interesting to see. Um, I'm looking at pictures of Shohei Otani standing in front of that same plane that is going to uh, depart to Toronto. It's been delayed, Coombsy. So it's going to be leaving in about an hour 45. Has Shohei Otani changed his mind? Um, Did we ruin it? Did we fuck up? Is it our fault? <laughs> I'm like, I'm obviously scrolling Twitter as we're doing this whole thing right now. And someone made a good point here a second ago. If this is all just a weird coincidence, if Kikuchi just happened to reserve 50 seats at a Japanese or at a sushi restaurant tonight, and this plane with all those connections is just some random millionaire hopping on a flight from Anaheim to Toronto the day on the anniversary of Otani's first signing, like that's well, also- painful. That's going to be heartbreaking. It's going to be devastating. It's going to be like it. That's what I mean. Like I've gotten to the point when, when you asked earlier, like what's the number you'll put on this thing? And it's like somewhere in my head, it's a hundred percent. I told myself this will happen. And if it doesn't now, I'm going to be very, very disappointed. Um, 
it's, it's going to be hard to rebound from this. And I think, um, especially now, I, I guess we can segue to the, the, the next thing we're going to talk about, which is mm-hmm. the Yankees went ahead and acquired the best fallback net on the market, at least when you were talking about Otani and it's like, oh, the Jays could be a finalist. That's fun. If they strike out, then they can throw, you know, a bunch of prospects at the Padres and sign Juan Soto long term. Like, that's a great fallback net. Now Juan Soto is no longer a fallback net because San Diego somewhat surprisingly pulled the trigger on on that trade you know, before the Otani sweepstakes came to an end. I, I sort of thought they were going to wait to make that decision based on where does Otani not sign? Where can I trade this guy? Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Yeah, and it felt like the Yankees were in a weird way. It is weird that the Yankees were never super in on this rumor. Hey, like usually they're in the mix yeah. for everything. You'd think if any team was just going to say, uh, hey, Shohei, listen to all those other pitches. Come back. We'll beat the price. We'll beat the price for whatever anyone else been. But he was seemingly never that interested in any other really American League team to some extent. No, there was... Um there was talk about the Red Sox for a while, but it felt like that was entirely speculation based on just new balance and the fact they had a new GM and people thought they wanted to make a splash. But another thing kind of, when you think about this, this whole situation is everything's just an educated guess. Like has there, there's, there's never been anything out of Otani's mouth that the Dodgers are his preferred spot or anything like that. So everything's just an educated guess. And that's why it's so easy to buy into the Blue Jays hype is because Toronto is the one place where there's a lot of tangible evidence about, you know, John Heyman said before his trip to Dunedin, he had a good feeling about Toronto. He's been, he's, he's been quoted as saying uh, things about that in the past. There's just so many connections that are, that are pointing towards it. Now it's almost like we've, we've really gone from this being a pipe dream to the Blue Jays being like in the mix, a finalist, something realistic to this feeling like it's going to happen to now feeling like it has to happen. If, if the Jays don't sign Otani, it is very hard now to compensate for that disappointment, I think. If you would have told me at the beginning of the offseason that, hey, the Jays are going to go through this offseason and end up with Chapman back at third, 
Cody Bellinger signed and a big name reliever arm at the time. I would have loved to hear Jordan Hicks, but now we know that's probably not going to happen. But if you had said that, right, like Chapman Bellinger, big reliever, I would have been like, whoa, Rogers is serious about contending like another winter where the Jays go out and get some big names. If we end up with just Chapman Bellinger and whoever else is like a third free agent, I'm going to be still heartbroken. Like it won't matter. Cody Bellinger, who might get a $250 million contract himself, who performed at like a near all-star level at times last season. If he's the consolation, I will be so bitterly disappointed because of what we've gone through in the last seven days. And I understand it will be entirely my fault for buying into this hype too much. But like now when it's at the point where the entire baseball world is buying into this hype, Man, it, it, it will be tough. To, it'll be a long time before I get over it if this doesn't happen. Yeah, that's why um, it, it, it's it, I wasn't feeling that way, like at the beginning of the week. But yeah. now that the Yankees have made this trade for Soto, it's really up the urgency. And it almost you kind of wonder when you look at that, it's like, why wouldn't the Padres hold on? And if, if Otani winds up signing with the Dodgers, then the Jays are going to be ex, uh, desperate. But I, you, you kind of look at the package. The Yankees gave up a lot. And I'm not sure if the Jays really have it in them to match that. It probably would have taken like when we went through this originally on the last episode and I took that thing from the athletic Jim Bowden, what he, what he kind of speculated the Padres would get in return. And they, they did wind up getting decently more. And I think from a Blue Jays perspective, it would have had to include Alec Manoa. It would have had to probably include Ricky Tiedemann maybe. And I, I just don't think the Jays really had an appetite for that. So I wonder if the Padres were just like, you know what, the Jays are the other big team in this mix that might, give us a huge return if the Otani thing doesn't work out. But look, they're saying no to these prospects. Let's just make the deal with the Yankees. That's the logic in my head, because to me, it still just seems very odd that they wouldn't wait until after the Otani thing. But hey, maybe uh, they have a very good feeling the Jays are just going to sign Otani. So they're like, well, no sense in hanging on and seeing if they want to trade for Soto after because this thing's just going to happen. Right. I mean, again, like that is something that would make a lot of sense. Uh, what do you make of this new new look Yankees outfield? I mean, for years, they have been clamoring fan, Yankees fans. That is for an elite corner outfielder to play left field with Aaron Judge. Now they're going to be going Verdugo Soto on the corners and Judge in center. And I know Aaron Hicks, their, sorry, their manager, Aaron Boone, my bad, um, said that they're comfortable uh, with judge in center field for the whole year. I, I don't know if they should be like, he's fine as a fielder, but center field is a totally different beast in all of this. Like, I don't know if that's a guy who struggles to stay healthy as a corner outfielder. I wonder about him staying healthy as a center fielder all season. I don't know. It, it's a great power outfield. Like they will hit and they will mash at Yankee stadium, which is a little league ballpark as we like to note. Um, but I'm still not sold on that from like a defensive perspective. Yeah, like they're they're like the anti Blue Jays. They're yeah. terrible defensively in the outfield, but everyone just hits dingers, and they're just completely different. Yeah, I don't know. It's um, Soto's going to be a really good Yankee. He's a perfect fit there. That yeah, that left-handed bat. He's gonna he's gonna hit a ton of bombs. Uh, the Judge thing. I'm not really sure why. You know, the whole story last year and what ultimately sort of derailed their season and resulted in them having, you know, one of the worst results in a generation was Aaron Judge's toe injury which he suffered in the outfield and a lot of talk was well you know Aaron Judge is going to move to first base eventually that's something that's going to happen sooner rather than later or he's going to wind up being the long-term DH that's fine and now the spec the talk has com changed completely to him playing a more high stress more high pressure harder on his 
but harder on his body position in center field where he's going to be running around more. I don't know. It doesn't really make all that much sense to me, but I think the Yankees are going to build themselves off of, we've got a good pitching staff, a very good bullpen. And then we hit a lot of dingers. That's, that's just what they're doing. They're a fielding independent baseball style team, a a, a true outcomes team, strikeouts, walks, dingers. and That's what they're going to look like. Mm -hmm. Man, I, I can't take my eyes off Twitter right now. It, right. it is absolutely electric. Like between this Kikuchi sushi restaurant thing and the flight info, I'm going insane. Um, we're going to do another episode more or less as soon as this guy signs his contract. Yeah. Um, so this was meant to be just a little bit of an update. And the other thing, too, is basically nothing else has happened in Major League Baseball. Like the Soto trade was like, whoa, OK, but it made sense because the Yankees were out of the Otani sweepstakes for quite some time. Like. I guess let's and we'll do this again if he signs. But if he doesn't, I'd like to get the conversation in. If they do get him, do you think they go ultra aggressive on anything else? Like, is it are you automatically in like a quote unquote load up year? Every year is, I guess, if you have Shohei freaking Otani. But like, do you think that would be it for the Jays? And they would just go, hey, let's see what the young kids can do. Shohei will be enough to power things for a little bit. Or do you think they go out and go, okay, perfect. We got our big gun. Let's go out and spend another commit another 50 million on our payroll this year. Cause if you're in for a dime, you're in for a dollar. You'd think, right? Like you'd think that part of the pitch that they made wasn't just, wow, we have a cool complex here and you can, you know, be a better player because of it. Maybe we'll be good. Maybe we won't. You'd think that their entire pitch was, Hey, look, like we're going to give you this amount of money and we're also going to continue investing in the team. And yeah. you kind of wonder there's, there's, there, there was reports earlier in the off season. Um, and, you know, as, as we said, when, when, when this came out originally is you can't always necessarily trust these sources, but sometimes random accounts on Twitter, are right. And that blue Jays hot stove account said Rogers has a unicorn budget for Otani that perhaps wouldn't necessarily. And this is my, speculation that perhaps necessarily wouldn't affect the other things they do if rogers goes out and spends 600 million dollars close to a billion dollars canadian on otani and and they view that as something that's kind of cut out of the money they were spending on the nhl deal and then it's more back loaded for the next two years while they're still paying for those nhl rights then maybe there's still tons of money to go into the rest of the roster maybe they can go sign someone like yamamoto and and really load up on a on a spectacular team full of japanese star players that'd be really cool but it also might might wind up just being all right we got otani we got our big fish let's raise the floor let's sign some Jorge Solares, maybe a Michael A. Taylor, names like that. Maybe bring back Kiermaier, maybe bring back Matt Chapman, uh, flesh out, add another bullpen arm, like you mentioned earlier. Who knows? I, it, it's really hard to say. I think what what we'll, we'll have an easier time speculating what the rest of the offseason looks like if he signs here and once we see the breakdown of that contract i'd be really interested to see if rogers does something like you know you get x percent of i don't know like it's it's not you know sometimes you speculate like oh yeah connor mcdavid's going to become x percentage owner of the edmonton oilers i don't think you can just go out and say shawi otani is going to become <laughs> minority owner of a publicly traded telecommunications company so it's a little bit different but you wonder if rogers could go and do something a little bit different for Otani. And based on that, maybe the Blue Jays budget would look different because of it. I don't know. It's, it's hard to speculate on these sorts of things, but I think there's a lot of different possibilities. The other thing too, like, I mean, as much as it is a baseball move, right? He is a baseball player. You're doing it in part to win world series. Like, like you guys said, you're, this is such a business decision for the Toronto Blue Jays. Like if you give Shohei Otani $550 million us, like, 
yes, obviously you want him to hit 45 home runs next year and you want him to come back and win a Cy Young in Toronto as a dual hitter pitcher. You want all that. But you also want him on in every Rogers commercial for the next decade. And you want his face on every banner outside Rogers Arena. And you want ticket prices to go, unfortunately, through the goddamn roof next year because you need to pay off all these stadium renovations and this contract. Like it's a business move, which is why I get a chuckle out of uh, Brandon Weil from the score. And I really like him. I've talked with him before doing radio hits, but he said the physical part of the Otani deal is going to be very important. And he said, as we learned with Carlos Correa, I'm sorry, but if you're signing Shohei Otani and then you run through his physical and you're like, Ooh, that elbow is not as good as we thought. You still just sign Shohei Otani. You don't go back to him and go, Hey, Shohei, can we, uh, can we knock 50 mil off this thing? Like we're a little uncomfortable with how your elbows healing. Like, no, you just do it. Um, so again, it's, it's a massive business thing. Yeah. And also, also don't, th- I think the blue Jays do their physicals in Dunedin. So I would venture a guess that they might've done that when he was visiting there. Yeah. And as a result, if, if there was any concern, then maybe that would have been kind of part of the part of the reporting. I'm not disagreeing with what he's saying that that is sound logic and is a worthwhile thing to bring up. But I, 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 I echo your sentiment when I, when you say, look, if his elbow is a little wonky, you just figure it out. Yeah. You sign the contract, figure it out. <laughs> All right. Uh, we're going to wrap this thing up here. Once again, a big shout out to Batano, the 2023 EGR brand of the year. The game starts now at Batano.ca. 19 plus, please play responsibly. I mean, where do the Jays skyrocket in the World Series odds if they happen to land Shohei Otani? I mean, the public hype behind it would be enough to probably drive them up to first. I'm just double checking it where they sit, right? I mean, <laughs> you can tell the decision's getting close. Because you, when we started the podcast, you could still bet on who's going to win the World Series. You cannot bet on who's going to win the World Series anymore, which is usually yeah. something they'll do when the line starts moving like crazy. So uh, just going to close that window there and not get to dreaming anymore. We will do a podcast and a video when the news breaks, no matter which way it goes. Uh, Coombsy, thanks for doing this this morning. We'll talk with everyone later. Best wishes. Thanks for tuning in to Blue Jays Nation Radio. Don't forget to like and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts from to never miss an episode. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlingbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.